0: Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles today, and Sandra and I were reading a section in the text where it was talking about um, truth needs no defense, but oftentimes in our life um, things come up and we feel we do need to defend against them, right? Isn't that the issue
1: yeah it was saying that especially illusions for some reason we're defending against
0: well let's just say somebody gets angry in your space Mm -hmm. the course would define that as an illusion even though it feels very real to your ego and maybe even dangerous you know so if somebody gets rageful in your space um what do you do? What do you do?
1: Yeah, So you might feel like you need to defend yourself.
0: So this is saying that your peace needs no defense. Peace is peace. Truth is truth. Truth doesn't defend. Illusions defend. So if there's someone angry in your space you either remove yourself from the space or you stay in the space and let them vent Um, but certainly you wouldn't engage and fight back is that how you see it
1: well i wouldn't want to
0: okay so as you were reading that section in the text this lesson came to mind it's lesson 272 How can illusions satisfy God's Son? Because we're talking here about illusions. It's saying only illusions defend themselves, and the truth doesn't need any defense, like love doesn't need any defense. Love looks on error, anger, danger, whatever you want to call that, and doesn't defend itself. I mean, and the ultimate example of that was Jesus, when he's going through his trial, he doesn't defend himself, and then the ultimate result is he gets crucified. So um, that's the extreme example of illusions thinking that they're going to triumph over truth, but truth doesn't engage. And he was even willing to go through the crucifixion and then resurrect himself to prove that truth prevails. Mm. So, um, it's it's an interesting lesson, and it's it's also interesting that this 272 is in the section called "What is the Christ?"
1: Mm.
0: You know, it's uh, the second lesson in that in that grouping. How can illusions satisfy God's Son? Father, the truth belongs to me. My home is set in heaven by your will and mine. Can dreams content me? Can illusions bring me happiness? What but your memory can satisfy your Son? I will accept no less than you have given me. I am surrounded by your love forever still, forever gentle, and forever safe. God's Son must be as you created him. Today we pass illusions by. If we hear temptation call to us and stay and linger in a dream, we turn aside and ask ourselves if we, the sons of God, could be content with dreams when, Heaven can be chosen just as easily as hell, and love will happily replace all fear.
1: So the illusions are fear and guilt and anger and death, right? Those are the illusions.
0: Fear, anger, yeah. Yeah. Pain, suffering. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... I mean, Jesus very well knew that (laughs) he's going to go to this trial and uh, be falsely accused and be convicted and be crucified. So, he didn't react and he didn't defend, but he also knows that he's not a body, you know. So, The body can experience pain. We all have experienced pain. We all have experienced some degree of fear and some degree of reaction to the fear. So, what was Jesus doing there that we need to learn could you say that's a good question?
1: Yeah, he wasn't making it real.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's easy to say, but what if somebody was saying, Sandra, um, I'm going to march you out, I'm going to put nails in your hands and hang you on a cross.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, you would think that that is pretty real, wouldn't you? I mean, if it was happening to you in the moment, and and you were, you know, you were there, and it was you they were going to do that to. you would pretty much say, well, this, this is like a real thing happening. But I think in the case of Jesus, he was able to disassociate himself from the body and not defend the body and not defend himself. And you know even on the cross he says forgive them father because they know not what they do so what is that part they know not what they do they're operating out of illusion they're they're in the self they made up no love no wisdom no gentleness, no peace, no connection to the spirit, no sense of the God that created the universe. And they're thinking that they're doing something really great. Oh, yeah, I'm crucifying this evil person, you know? So they're identifying with the body, all the people, in that scenario. They're identifying their their identity is locked in with their social status, their position, their their bodies, their um, belief systems, personalities. But Jesus is not. He's he's totally connected with this divine source. You know, when it says, what but your memory can satisfy your son? Well, I would say Jesus is fully in recollection of his creator. Mm. He He's totally connected all the time. And in this connection, he is um, above the body, let's say. He has a body, but he's above the body. The body's just like a vehicle, you know? And the vehicle still experiences everything that we all experience, but he's not identified with it. And he's able to suspend himself from from that, you know, stay above the battleground, so to speak, because... That's an illusion, he says. Well, the body is an illusion. Everything you go through in it is, is an illusion. Um, so, let's read it again, because I, I want to get clear on this. How can illusions satisfy God's Son? Father, the truth belongs to me. My home is set in heaven by your will and mine. Can dreams content me? Can illusions bring me happiness? What but your memory can satisfy your son? I will accept no less than you have given me. I am surrounded by your love forever, still Forever gentle, forever safe. God's Son must be as you created him. God's Son must be as you created him. Well, that would be I am spirit, right? Mm, Right. I am spirit. So spirit can't be destroyed, can't be burnt, can't be drowned, can't be crucified, can't be in pain, can't be humiliated. So if you're totally uh, identified with that as your divine connection, right, then anything the body goes through would have no effect on it. Now I know it's a kind of a lofty, this is a very lofty concept that most people wouldn't agree with. I mean, if somebody was raging in your presence, you would most likely feel some need for defending yourself. But. In this case, this lesson is saying, truth needs no defense. Mm. A defense would be an illusion, in other words. If somebody's rageful and I get rageful back, then I'm just participating in the illusion. Mm. So, if nothing real can be threatened, and in my defenselessness, my safety lies, I wouldn't do anything in the space of somebody rageful. I might remove myself from the room or right. or you know, get, get out of there, but uh, that's all I would do. I would protect the body as much as I could. But as far as being fearful or reactionary or feeling like you need to defend yourself or any of that stuff. No, the mind would not engage in that. That would be an illusion. You would be making the threat real to engage in it. So this kind of disassociation or this kind of detaching yourself from from the body is sometimes what we need to do Mm. Mm. today we pass illusions by and if we hear temptation call to us to stay and linger in a dream we turn aside and ask ourselves if we the sons of God could be content with dreams when heaven can be chosen just as easily as hell and love will happily replace all fear so,
1: Staying in a state of love is the answer then.
0: Yeah, where heaven can be chosen as easily as hell. So either we make the conflict real, or we rise above the battleground and see that God is the strength in which I trust, and there's nothing to fear. And there's nothing to defend against. I mean, I think we have faith that God will spare us those situations, you know, in the future mm. where we have to face some rageful person or totally you know off kind of a person you have anything to contribute
1: well I was thinking about when we did experience that one person being in a rage I think we did the right thing we didn't rage back or we didn't um React. Mm-hmm. We removed ourselves from the situation. Yeah. We didn't defend ourselves. Yeah. So I think that was a test we had to go through.
0: Yeah, I think so. And we also didn't put up with it either. We drew a boundary and mm-hmm. um, removed them from the situation. <laughs> right. You know, so. I think there are going to be some tests where you're tempted to engage but you're tempted to defend yourself but you, you can't with someone in a rage. They're already not in their right mind if they're mm-hmm. raging mm-hmm. so why engage with that? Right. And that's what the lesson is saying. How can illusions satisfy God's son anytime you engage with something that's an illusion, you're part of the illusion so it's best just to be quiet and not engage Right. so I think we all have our opportunities to do that and turn it over to the Holy Spirit which is in this situation is what we did mm-hmm. So we turned it over to the Holy Spirit, got our directions, asked the person to leave, and that was it, the done deal. And then we can't be fearful then of what the consequences will be, you know. Oh, they're gonna badmouth our work or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. We we can't be fearful of that. You know, when people move on, they move on. And sometimes you have to ask them to move on. So there's tests in life where we're tempted to engage with something not heaven, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just say reality is heaven, total peace, total joy, supreme happiness. And anything not that is hell so are you going to engage in hell or are you going to stay focused and keep your being immersed in your divine connection that keeps you in heaven mm-hmm. I think that's that's as simple as you could put it and then the lesson makes sense how can illusions satisfy God's son Well, they can't. That's Mm -hmm. like saying, how can hell satisfy God's (laughs) son whose only home is heaven? So, you're not going to go there. And if you find yourself on the edge of it, you know, someone tempting to draw you into it, you're just not going to go there. Just not going to go there. Now, the hell could come in a lot of different forms. It doesn't necessarily have to be Anger. It could be scarcity. It could be poverty. It could be uh, sickness. It could be, you know, any any kind of thing that's not supreme joy, or supreme well-being. So, anything not supreme well-being is an illusion, and we have to nip it in the bud and disengage from it when the first little inkling of it comes into our awareness mm. so we have to be like kind of mentally alert you know it's it's like saying uh in the text somewhere uh, be vigilant only for god in his kingdom right it says mm. that be yeah. vigilant mm. only for god in his kingdom well what is the vigilance the vigilance is i'm only going to be in god's kingdom I don't wanna be in yeah. this this hell hole I made up. Right. You know? So if it's if it's not if it's not God's kingdom, then get yourself out of there. And if somebody's in your space who's disrupting things, get them out of there.
1: Get them out of there, yeah.
0: So so this is a very profound lesson. Okay. And thank you so thank much you. for joining us today. And we'll have another podcast when the Spirit moves us. And uh, we don't do one every day, but sometimes we will do one day after day. But sometimes we're, you know, in, uh, off focused on other things like workshops and so forth. So um, God bless you all. Thank you for joining us in this dialogue and we welcome you back again.